morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Friday, April 7th. It was a big day for television on this date in 1927. Oh, yes, TV was around back then, but not in anyone's home just yet. That year, an audience in New York saw an image of then-Commerce Secretary Herbert Hoover in the first long-distance demonstration of television. Two years later, Hoover would become the 31st president. And here's a trivia question for you. What do the first three Godfather movies, Apocalypse Now, The Outsiders, and Bram Stoker's Dracula all have in common? Such a fun trivia question. I'll have that answer in just a bit. But first, let's see how the weather is looking for your Friday and those weekend plans over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Desk. Hey, good Friday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sofada. Partly cloudy sky out the door this morning along with mild temperatures. We'll be near 80 degrees by the time we hit lunchtime and up in the low 80s this afternoon. That's out ahead of a cold front that's going to come through the area very late this afternoon and into this evening. You'll notice we'll start to cool down very quickly. Also, the chance of rain will start to go up. Best rain chance coming through tonight through tomorrow night. So it does look unsettled and much, much cooler for our Easter weekend. Lots of clouds. Clouds around best rain chance on Saturday. Maybe one or two spotty showers left over on Easter Sunday, but not as wet. High around 61 on Easter. We will start out around 49 chilly in the morning. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Two men are facing charges after more than 50 pounds of marijuana was recovered in a drug bust at the Charleston International Airport. Jihad Davis and Marquavius Chisholm are now facing marijuana trafficking charges. The Charleston County Aviation Authority says Wednesday night, one of their canines picked up the scent of marijuana from a man's bags. After searching the luggage, officers say they found 26 pounds of the drug. According to airport police, the canine also picked up the same scent from the man's friend. They found 25 pounds of marijuana in his bag as well. Meanwhile, the Charleston County Aviation Authority has arrested a man in connection to a bomb threat that briefly shut down Charleston International Airport. Brandon Buckley of San Diego has been charged with threatening to use a weapon of mass destruction for an act of terrorism. Aviation Authority officers responded to a call about a passenger making a threat Wednesday night. They say the passenger was detained while a security sweep was conducted, but no bomb was found. The Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office is looking for information about a shooting that left a man dead. The Sheriff's Office says it happened on October 15th when deputies were called to the Regional Medical Center in Orangeburg for a report about a gunshot victim. Anyone with information about the shooting should call the Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office. The 2019 racial bias audit of the Charleston Police Department is in its final stage. At a meeting last night, police leaders announced they've completed 70 of the 71 recommendations that came from the audit. Yeah, their next and final step is getting a progress assessment on the work that they've been doing from a third party. Molly McBride attended that meeting. She tells us more about their next steps. The director who oversees the racial bias audit, Jill Idson, says the contract to do the assessment has been signed and the work has begun. In 2019, the Charleston Police Department contracted a company to do a racial bias audit on the department. 71 recommendations came out of the audit, falling under five categories, community policing, complaints, 
personal practices, traffic, and the use of force. Last night, Edson provided details about the final step of the audit, a third-party review. Last month, the city of Charleston approved a research agreement between the University of South Carolina and the Charleston Police Department for around $72,000 to conduct this third-party review, which should take 12 to 15 weeks. Edson says USC researchers are currently gathering research and data from the community and Charleston Police Department employees. The next step will be community engagement. They're currently working on developing a survey to send out to community members. Edson acknowledges, however, that getting to this final step took longer than many expected. Whenever you enact large-scale change within an organization, specifically related to data and training, it does take longer than we would like sometimes. Edson says the department will be giving a public presentation on disparity data, hopefully by the end of the month. Reporting in downtown Charleston, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. A bill that would allow teachers or other school district staff to take up to six weeks of paid leave when they welcome a new child has been unanimously approved at the state house. The bill will face one more routine approval before being sent to the Senate. Last year, a law was passed that allowed paid family leave for state employees, but educators were not included. Now, according to the Palmetto State Teachers Association, if the bill becomes law, South Carolina would be the first state in the southeast with parental leave for teachers. In South Carolina, training is required for everything from driving a car to operating a forklift. But to drive a boat in state waters, no education or training is required, but that could soon change. Boating safety advocates are pushing state lawmakers to advance a bill that would require anyone born after July 1st of 2007 to take a boater education course in order to operate a boat. According to the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources, there were 170 boat crashes last year. Among the causes, operator inexperience. Advocates point to states like Alabama where training requirements have saved lives. And it went into effect in 1999 and the death count dropped by 40. This is everything. If we can save as many lives as they saved in Alabama when they passed the legislation, that would be amazing. If we could save just one life, I mean, just think about it. The bill passed the state Senate earlier this year with not a single senator voting against it. A gambling bill has beaten the odds in the South Carolina House of Representatives in a state largely opposed to gambling. Lawmakers passed a bill that would allow people to bet on horse races from an app. The bill still has two more hurdles to jump through before becoming law. It must pass the Senate, which a similar bill has been waiting uh, for a vote for months. If it passes the Senate, Governor Henry McMaster will still need to sign off on it. However, he has been outspoken against expanding any type of gambling in the state. April has officially been proclaimed as the month of the military child. It's in honor of the contributions and sacrifices military children make to support their parents in service. Now, Governor Henry McMaster was joined by the South Carolina Department of Veterans Affairs and school district leaders from across the state to sign that proclamation. Officials emphasize the importance of Purple Star School Districts when it comes to helping kids make that transition. There are 11 Purple Star Districts in the state, including Berkeley County, Dorchester District 2, and Charleston County. Four Charleston County schools are being pulled off the South Carolina school improvement list. Yeah, it's big news for the district that has been pushing for efforts to turn around failing schools. Our Samantha Popovic joins us live in West Ashley with more. Good morning, Samantha. 
Good morning. I'm here at Stono Park Elementary School, which is one of those schools being taken off of that list. Now, what's important here is this school is one of CCSD's acceleration schools, which was a program designed in 2019 to help better assist students in failing schools. It appears these efforts are working because four acceleration schools are being removed from the school improvement list. This one, Hunley Park Elementary, Morningside Middle, North Charleston Elementary, were all taken off of the South Carolina school improvement list. I spoke with Morningside Middle School Principal George White, who says being taken off of the South Carolina improvement list is a step in the right direction for higher high school graduation rates in the future for these students. We are making gains. We are hitting where we need to. And with the support that we've had for so many years from acceleration schools, um, it is really making a difference in our scholars' lives so that we can see graduation rates go up when they transition to North Charleston High School or to Stahl or wherever high school that they go to. At Morningside Middle School in 2022, about 74% of eighth graders were not meeting statewide reading standards. Profes professional learning communities instructor and eighth grade English teacher Della Taylor says based on last year's state testing results, she has seen improvement in her students' testing grades this school year. I would say we significantly grew at least a good 20%. <laughs> and I think that's tremendous because that shows growth, especially after COVID. Her hard work is finally paying off and that her students are on the way to the right improvement. Reporting live in West Ashley, Samantha Popovics, Live 5 News. Thanks, Samantha. Well, Dorchester School District 2 and local law enforcement say their safety systems in place worked in protecting students at two high schools this week. It comes after three students were arrested with loaded guns just this week. One student at Ashley Ridge was arrested Tuesday. Two students at Somerville High School were arrested Wednesday. Officials say tip-based safety protocols worked in both incidents. They say in Wednesday's incident, the first student was in custody just minutes after they got the tip. Communication was emphasized as being crucial in preventing a tragedy. But some parents say they were not alerted about a gun being on school campus. The district's director of security says the district alerts parents via email when they are able to send out information. Well, the search is on for the next superintendent for the Charleston County School District, and district leaders say they want the community's input. Throughout the month of April, officials will be holding a series of public engagement sessions at schools where people can share thoughts on the search. If you can't attend in-person sessions, the district is encouraging you to fill out an online survey and voice your input. A link to that can be found on our website under the big red box. So at the top of the show, I mentioned several movies you've definitely heard of. Parts 1, 2, and 3 of The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, and The Outsiders are just a few of the films directed by Francis Ford Coppola. He's celebrating birthday number 85 today. Also celebrating birthdays this Friday, singer-guitarist John Oates of Hall & Oates is 75, actor Jackie Chan is 69, and actor Russell Crowe is 59. That'll do it for another week Thank you so much for joining us here at Live 5 and Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. Morning, y'all, is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News. 
Low Country's news leader.